Hello and welcome back to Checkpoint Radio. It's episode 14. I'm with Ben, Connor and Charlie and this is the big old Starfield chat. The long-awaited new IP from Bethesda is finally here. We've been playing it a ton and we can't wait to talk about everything we've been doing in the game so far. But before that, Charlie, welcome back. How was your holiday? Thank you. It was amazing. Um, yep, went up to Scotland, did the North Coast 500 and had the best time. And it's very close just on, just to not coming back. Um, yeah, <laughs> so. it's one of those kind of places, isn't it, where you kind of forget about the, the Monday to Friday grind, the nine to mm. five, and you're just free in the wild. Just living life. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm I won with the Highland Coos. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Amazing views. Like, just, yeah, lovely. Oh, nice, like, man. That's good. You, you camped, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did a bit of car camping. And then, uh, yeah, it was good. Enjoyed Very it. Enough. Very nice. Well, we're glad to have you back on the show. Missed you last Thank week. You. We had a had a had a mm. stand in. No, Kieran was was here joining us for the Baldur's Gate chat. Yeah, yeah. Was very good, very insightful. So it's good to have mm. him on. But good. obviously, Checkpoint Radio is the four of us. We are yeah. the original crew. This is the way it's meant to be. But um, yeah, glad you had a nice time. Good to have you back, uh, Ben. How are you, mate? How's your week been? Yeah, very nice. Thank you. I've had a week off, and I've got maybe half a week left off, which is perfect. Same reasons as Charlie. Who wants to go back to work? <laughs> uh, yeah, first week we were away, staying in one of those static caravans, and it was just once again similar to Charlie in the wild, nature in sort of Norwich region. Oh, very nice. And uh, yeah, it was nice, chilled, just no electronics. Um, yeah, dad came too, which was really cool. So it's oh, nice. All the fans. It's, uh, it's funny because like when I when I was a uh, younger and thought I was much cooler than I actually was. <laughs> I never would have dreamed of going on a caravan holiday or a camping holiday. But yeah. since then I've I've come to love camping, you know. Yeah. I think I think us Brits have a have a great relationship with camping and caravan and it's like just a thing that we love to do. When you see like <laughs> some of these holidays abroad and like the same money as to go like somewhere in England and there's places of England, although it's a small country I've never seen. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. something on TV the other day. It's like uh, something between Newcastle and Scotland, like that space. It's beautiful, like one of the yeah. nicest beaches I've ever seen. And you associate Newcastle being cold and damp and like that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So. yeah, go no, explore yeah. your own back garden. That's it. Mm. I've seen some pictures and videos of the UK looking like just super clear waters or the most gorgeous beaches that could literally mm. be in the tropics. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's because where we live, you don't get waters like that. You know, facing nah. the English Channel, it's all fucking brown. Yeah. It's all yeah. sewage. Brown, <laughs> like mouldy green. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, uh, yeah. Connor, how how are you, man? How's your week been? Um, I've just been getting through my backlog before Starfield has come out. That's what I've been doing on my spare time. Uh, I completed The Last of Us Part 2 and I just stared at my screen with my soul, like shattered into a million pieces for about five yeah. minutes afterwards. It's pretty brutal, that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tried out Sea of Stars, which I enjoyed. Oh yeah, yeah, I tried that out. I thought, I thought yeah. it was enough. from what I played. I don't want to get too into that because I'm no. playing Starfield at the moment. But yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I thought yeah. it was good. Um, yeah, it ran well on the Steam Deck. Perfect yeah, see, Steam was Deck. on that actually. Yeah, Steam yeah. Deck, so. yeah, nothing much. Just a quiet week at work, and then just yeah. obviously chipping away at games before um, Starfield. So. For the yourself, how's your week? Uh, 
Yeah, same really. I, I've well, I've, I'm off now for for a week, which is nice. Um, I haven't had any time off work for ages. It feels like, but yeah, I had a real hectic kind of last week of wrapping things up before before leaving for the week. So glad that's over with now. Um, haven't really done anything. I've literally just chilled out all weekend. Been playing Starfield, mm. obviously, and uh, yeah, now we're we're doing this podcast. A highlight of my, well, hey. my week, you know, when we do. Been looking to forward this. to this one. Yeah, lots to say about Starfield, so um, I think we should waste no more time and get onto that topic right now. So as of recording this, we are still in the early access period for Starfield. and We all have a varying amount of hours spent in the game, so this will be more of an early impressions discussion, I think, more than anything else. Mm. Uh, we know this game's a beast with potentially hundreds of hours of worth of content to enjoy, and that's before the models get their hands on it. Yeah. So having said that, I think that we can just talk freely about what we've experienced so far, our likes, dislikes, impressions, our, where we think the game might be heading. Um, before that, though, I just want to say that this won't be an entirely spoiler-free chat. Um, so if you really don't want to know anything about Starfield whatsoever, mm. then switch off now and we'll see you next week. But um, if if you don't mind sticking around to see what we've got to say about it, then you're welcome to stay. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I guess we just have an open and, and free discussion about it. Is, does Ooh. anyone want to go first? Anyone got a big point they want to kind of make to start off with? Yeah, where to begin? I, I think... might start with, or unless you want to start, Charlie. No, you can. Oh, yeah. We'll you say, well, uh, mine's performance. What's yours? My, yeah, mine was just going to be an initial, like, gut reaction. I'll, I'll just, let's, you, let's, you let's can feed with off our, of what I'm about to yeah, say. Let's start with yeah. our gut reactions, Charlie. You go first. I was going to say, straight off the bat, it seems in a quite a good state. Um, it's, it's a pretty good release, I'd say, for the most yeah. part. I mean, I've only encountered like one or maybe two bugs so far. Yeah. Okay. Which I think, when you look at other AAA releases, that's mm. not that bad. No. Um, yeah. It seems, seems pretty good. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I, I haven't really experienced anything... At least not I would consider game breaking or immersion no. breaking. I actually don't yeah. think I've seen anything weird or bugs like at all. Oh, I've seen I've, seen, I've seen a couple of bugs and I've had one crash in the grand scheme of things. I think I've maybe played forty, maybe so hours, maybe that's maybe slightly less. Jesus. Anyway. I've just been on it, mate. Probably half of that's <laughs> AFK, not gonna lie. Um but yeah, I had this one bug where the this one was hilarious. The UC um, police in New Atlantis mm. were all naked. <laughs> really? <laughs> they were all walking around in their pants and brown knickers. And mm. this other bug was, I had Sarah Morgan with me and she did some mental jump, like from, I don't know, three stories, no jump, no jump pack. It was, it was, yeah, it was, I don't know if it's a bug or just like <laughs> a, a weird glitch. And I had the one, um, the one, crash so yeah like charlie said as far as sort of brand new triple a titles go it's not been too bad in that regard the only real gripe i've had not the only but one of the gripes that i've had is just performance it's it's Mm. it's not terrible and i can understand why it may be as not as good as we'd like which i'm sure we'll get into but it's just not like i'm not trying to brag i've got a 4090 I've got a 3900K, you couldn't really get much better. And if my system couldn't and can't run it amazingly, then I don't know. 
what's it like on everyone else's Well, there, there will be a system out there that can run it better than yours, Ben, because that system true. will have an AMD graphics card in it because Very we know true. that Bethesda have a partnership with AMD for this release. There's no yeah. DLSS in the game. For non-PC gamers who are kind of listening now, these are basically two technologies that help with performance um, in, in, in these games. Bethesda have a deal with, or some sort of like marketing deal with, with AMD where they're kind of promoting Starfield as like an AMD optimized game, if that's what you want to call it. The mm. emission of DLSS is quite a big thing for gamers. Like NVIDIA yeah. by far, the, 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 they're the graphics card sort of maker, you know, they, yeah. their graphics cards are probably in more PCs than anyone else's, the like AMD yeah. and, and Intel's like combined. So it's a bit of a strange one for us. There's already been a mod out to kind of mod DLSS into the game, but it's like, not really I, working, nah, I don't I, think. I don't understand Bethesda's thinking here because, like, PC gamers, especially their last two releases, have made those games any fucking good. Like, yeah. Fallout yeah. 4 was terrible mm. when it came out. And, mm. like, PC gamers have modded it and made it like, a brilliant game. And they've just isolated one portion of their PC gamers for well, a deal with AMD, which yeah. they've got more money than God over there they don't need to do a marketing they don't deal. need a partnership they don't i feel like to carry on your point james i just find it such a strange decision the majority yeah. of pc gamers use nvidia cards therefore the majority of gamers playing your game will be playing on nvidia cards which isn't supported with their upscaling technology which means the majority of gamers are going to be getting a subpar performance which means the majority of the reviews are going to be subpar because they're going to be complaining about their performance it's just yeah. backwards. Yeah. It's a really weird one. Like apparently as well, AMD, like <clears> especially <throat> some of the newer AMD cards, are getting as much as like twenty percent in performance increase over over um, Nvidia cards. Which, mm. you know, when you kind of look at some of the performance in the game at the moment, isn't actually that much more considerable. Because my experience with the game in terms of performance is, I can hit above or hit more than sixty frames per second. I'm playing at four K as well in most yeah. areas so it's okay but then when you get to like populated places mm. it, the performance like seriously tanks yeah. and it can dip as low as the 30s on, on occasion yeah. as have well have you which... been to neon yet i haven't been to neon yet no. i think that's gonna cause issues like for a lot of people because it's so highly populated and it's yeah like their version of like night city like mm. yeah. a little bit smaller and it's a lot of people a lot of lights and stuff I think people are going to have real issues there yeah it's, it's, I'm not like excusing it at all but I, I don't think it's as big of a problem on PC because I feel like um, there will be performance patches that will be released mm. and I think modders as well are going to do wonders with this game like the, the, the potential yeah. for this game for modders is insane where the game I think is like being quite successful with performance is on console because on the Series X and the S it runs at a solid 30 frames per second supposedly yeah. which is obviously good for console gamers because they're going to get a consistent experience mm. in terms of performance that's it i mean so we, it's discussed a shame that we this... can't kind of have that with pc as well no exactly we discussed this briefly earlier didn't we james where mm. we understand maybe the thinking on behalf of bethesda because obviously their goal is to make sure everybody can run it at 30 and then worry about anything post 30 later so yeah. make sure everything and every console and everyone can run it at least 30. Obviously, this is a huge game, massive undertaking. I'm not mm. going to say they're the first ones to do everything that they've done, but I'm going to say maybe they're the first ones to do a combination of everything that they've done. And yeah. obviously, 
None of us are developers. We don't know what it's like to actually make a game, but you can imagine the amount of systems and technologies and new engine and graphics, and it's going to be a massive, massive amount of code in the background that's all in yeah. simulating yeah. The, the galaxies and so mm. on. So I mm. get it. It's just a shame. And mm. like I think you might have said, James, like <clears throat> I'm learning to live with it for now. Like yeah. I started a new game, and because I felt like my first playthrough, I was playing around with the controls, learning all the different buttons, learning how to use all the HUD and everything, as well as yeah. trying to opt- optimize my graphics. I started a new save, and I've kind of forgotten about all those problems, and I've actually really enjoyed it this time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the only kind of major thing for me is the performance at the moment. Like I'm, mm. I'll, I will be disappointed if, at least by the end of the year, they haven't released a, a big patch that addresses a lot of the performance issues with the yeah. game. Because I feel like that they can, you know, get it to a stage where it is acceptable for PC gamers. Because, well, not to be sort of like all PC, like, but we 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 live in a different environment and game in a different environment compared to console players. Our expectations of games on PC is so much more different to consoles. Yeah, the performance sure. is why you play on PC. Yeah, like performance and is is the be all and end all. Yeah, I spent literally once again, definitely not trying to brag. We all have spent a very a lot of money on our computers, yeah, and yeah. we didn't spend that amount of money <laughs> to to play a game at thirty frames. Anyway. No, exactly. And the thing yeah. is, if if they hadn't have done this deal with AMD and they've put out DLSS and an AMD, the AMD equivalent, I'm not too savvy over that side. So FS, FSR, yeah. In a year where PC ports and PC games have been woeful for the most part performance-wise, obviously mm. Starfield's going to sell units anyway. It would be a massive standout. But like you say, Ben, like, yeah. I've had a couple of immersion breaking things. I was in a dogfight and then two like civilian ships are spinning around like Beyblades going across yeah, the screen. I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, I did a mission earlier with Sam Coe and uh, he's in and out of a wall like, shaking oh, okay. like this and he's talking to me yeah. and he looks like he's head banging the wall and I'm just yeah. like come on they're the only yeah. two like issues I've had but for a Bethesda game that's pretty good but yeah, they, the get, Bethesda why, jank. they get graded on a curve so. why but why why do Bethesda get away with it though because why, pe- why why are these bugs in the game and like no one really cares everyone everyone just thinks oh that's the Bethesda charm what why I don't know I... I, it's it's bugged me for a long time because I'm yeah. I, me and James had a discussion the other evening um, I was um, about this and I, I'm a relapsed Bethesda fan like Fallout 3 is one of my favourite games of all time and Oblivion I thought it was a great game but like I've seen where gaming's gone like since like Fallout 3 was brilliant at the time but you try and play that yeah. game now and it's like mm. so I pull in teeth and I love that, that game mm. and but Skyrim came out obviously sold the units it's done it's, I think it's the world building people love their worlds so they yeah. sort of, it's like Stockholm Syndrome James because you've already said in this <laughs> in this like uh, impressions discussion it's like I've got used to it or I'm getting used to it yeah mm. and, and it's I think just it's like, because you see, the, their... you see the potential you see what you can do in the world and you're like oh I've got to deal with that fucking menu oh yeah, yeah that's fine because I want to do this that's it, it because they're like they are kind of like pioneers and each one of their main games has always kind of pushed gaming further 
in its mm. own kind of yeah. build. I think that's that. a fair. I think that's a fair comment to make as well because I, I feel like a lot of the the discourse that's going on with Starfield at the moment, people forget the the level that. Well, we we talked really in depth about, but uh, sorry, Larian in the last episode setting expectations and raising the standards for Baldur's Gate. Like we we can't forget what Bethesda have done for the Western RPG over the years. Like mm. they they have mm. released some incredible games and. Yeah. Because of games like, you know, Oblivion and, and Morrowind and Fallout Skyrim. and stuff like that, there are mm. so many kind of like, not imitations, but versions of those games that exist today mm. in some mm. form or, or another, That's but it. they just can't match what Bethesda have done. So I, I will defend them in that regard. Like, yes, their games are often broken and buggy as shit, but no, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Starfield's a mess because I don't think it is. Can the no. performance be improved? Yeah, I think it can, but it's by far the most solid game Bethesda have released in terms of its performance, like easily. Yeah. It's not even and close. I think it's probably the best game that they've released. I'm talking like just Bethesda Softworks. I'm not talking about yeah, them yeah. as a publisher because obviously you've got the likes of yeah. Doom and Dishonored, amazing games. Yeah, because didn't, didn't, you, didn't you go back and play all the, all the Fallouts as well at one yeah. point? Yeah, so I've got quite a fresh, relatively fresh anyway, experience of like Fallout 3, New Vegas and Fallout mm. 4. And... I, I kind of had to defend those games in my mind a little bit, similar to how we're defending Starfield in regards to its jank and stuff, because I'm playing those games way past their release date. And I have to imagine this isn't a brand new game. I can't judge this game like it's a brand new game. Mm-hmm. So I kind of considered the jankiness and the sort of dodgy graphics and, you know what I mean, the weird conversation, you know, everything that makes them their games unique. And... I feel like comparing Fallout, because Fallout is the best comparison to Starfield I think you can possibly make, because obviously you can't really compare Skyrim too much. But anyway, I just feel like Starfield has pushed, pushed like gaming further than than any other game they've done. Because obviously you consider certain game elements such as the space travel and you could say about No Man's Sky and then you've got obviously like the combat and probably Fallout's the best comparison to make. But I was having a conversation with my brother around the table because he's waiting for the game to come out on the 6th and he said he wasn't, he didn't look or he didn't, he wasn't too impressed from what he saw. Mm. But I was like, you have to remember that like, yeah, No Man's Sky, you can seamlessly travel from space to a planet and land and so on. But I was like, where's the story that game's got zero story and then you can compare lots of other elements of starfield that lots of other games have done really well but starfield has just like been the whole package and Mm. to be honest i didn't think i'd jump on this podcast and defend starfield as much as i have done but i am really enjoying it so yeah so Mm. let's um it's well getting into the game specifically you bring it up there ben i wanted to talk about the traversal and the exploration in the game because Mm. Once again, this is a kind of bone of contention or a hot topic for many people that are playing the game and seeing the game in this kind of early access period. Were you, this is a question to all of you, but were any of you surprised by the lack of space travel? Were you disappointed? What are your thoughts on that? I, well, go on, Charlie, if you want to go. Yeah, I will say I was a bit surprised. Like, I, I knew going into it that you can land or you know take off from a planet and fly up to space yourself i knew yeah, that yeah but like i didn't realize that you couldn't fly um i don't know from one planet 
orbit to another planet orbit Manually. myself. And and I know that throughout playing this game, that would become. I wouldn't be doing that all the time because who's got time for that? Mm. But I'd like to be able to do it. Yeah, and I was a bit surprised yeah. that you couldn't. I think once again, I'm going to defend them here a little bit. Considering the scope of the game, there no, is I can't no. Def- no Man's no, Sky come out on the PS4 seven years ago. Yeah, and I'm not my, saying I'm not saying you should be able to fly from one system to the other. But if there's a yeah. cluster of planets, you I'm should just, be able to fly. Yeah, to them. I I definitely think so. I'm just thinking that I don't think the developers didn't want to. I think it must have been some technical. Yeah. And I know they're a massive billion-dollar studio with endless resources. Maybe maybe there was an, a, a limitation with what they could do yeah, in, in the day. Because been. if you want to have all the in-depth, you know, um, character creation and the in-depth story and all of the missions, like we literally before we we jumped on this to do this podcast, we were talking about how many side quests and activities there were. Mm-hmm. If you want all of that, all the ship customization and ship building, the crafting. Um, if you want all right. that, then can can yeah. you have that and also have um, seamless travel. seamless space travel? I don't know because I'm not a developer. I'm not privy to this stuff. But these are questions that I think are worth asking at the end of the day because there's a reason why they didn't have that in the game. And I completely yeah. agree with what you just said, Ben, that if they wanted it in the game, I mean, they probably did want it in the game at yeah, some point. No I realised that they couldn't make it work in the way that they wanted to, so they ditched it instead. Because... Mm. Mm. Because how how couldn't they? It's not as if they didn't think of it. It's they, a space they, exploration game yeah. and they've advertised that. So I can completely understand why some people are upset by it because they have... It's weird because like you think about to some of the wordage that they've used and some of the phrases that they've used to describe space travel in this game. And it you get the impression that you can fully take off from the surface of a planet go to space, you see a moon over there and you can go to that moon. You don't need to go yeah. through a variety of menus and maps to get to that place. Screen. But then secondly to that, if you go back and watch the um, direct, they will literally show you a whole sequence of moving around an area of space, unedited, and it includes everything we've seen from the game as it is. But t- if you're watching it for the first time, it looks like they've cut it down. They've cut down the actual travel. Mm. But no, mm. they're just showing you this is actually how it it goes down. And I think yeah. that maybe caught a lot of people off guard. And I, I, I totally see your point, Connor, because it's like No Man's Sky did it. A small independent it, independent developer. See, we're not uh, we're not developers in that, but I think the Thousand Planets has restricted them massively. I would have preferred... Would you prefer like 100 planets? Two, 250 and 50 of them were... I don't Handcrafted. know. Yeah, and then obviously because I've... I appreciate what they've done and I think there's a lot of potential there and I, I do eventually think we'll probably get a, a DLC and their expand but or a mod yeah there'd be people are going to be putting like Krypton on, into Starfield and stuff like that soon like the mods are going to be crazy but I just think Todd Howard Todd Howard's hyperbole get them into trouble he does it Fallout mm. 4 you can do yeah. all this and then you get to the game you can do half of it yeah. it just works and like I'm- Throughout the press release, every publication, IGN, GameSpot, Polygon, whoever, the old man down the street was saying, it's like No Man's Skyrim. And Bethesda yeah. didn't come out and say once, 
no, we to can't do that. Those expectations. No, and yeah. then um, yeah, was, but then again, then again, maybe they thought we'll just play the game and you'll see what kind of game we've made because I think that that is a big thing as well. I think that like I, I've read a few reviews of the game and a lot of people kind of say that, um, and, I, and I agree with this. If you've played a Bethesda game before, you'll know what type of mm. game. Yeah. Uh, Star Citizen uh, you know what type of game Starfield is yeah. and yeah you, I, I completely understand that now that I've played the game and I've spent sort of like 15 hours working it out at the beginning and like trying out all the different mechanics and stuff and actually understanding how space travel works yeah I, I get it mm. yeah it's it's just one of those things I think people's imagination mine especially you start to picture what's possible in your own mind and even if they've said it or not you're setting your own expectations and yeah. then you obviously get your hands on the game. But the only thing that really annoyed me the most, I haven't tried it myself personally, but, mm. you know, there was this one person who tweeted a, a Bethesda dev saying like, oh, so can I literally just like land on the planet and just keep walking in a certain direction? And the developer replied back saying like, yup, put your, get your boots on or something like that. So my expectation was that I could land on a planet, press W, and then come back in 20 minutes and I might have done a full like walk around mm. the entire planet. It's not like that. <clears throat> yeah. But that it's, was yeah. the only thing where the developer had almost confirmed, confirmed it. Like it. you said, Connor, the wordage. Bethesda have got into trouble before and Todd Howard and Pete Hines are very good salesmen, but I've been burnt by them a few times. So I tempered my expectations. Yeah, you did from day one. And um, I, I think the game's great, by the way. Um, mm. I'm starting to love it. I'm liking it, but I've been burnt before. So even if they're sitting there going, "Oh yeah, you can shit on a pot of gold," it's like, okay, like, yeah. okay, I'll see when it comes. I'll believe out. that when I see it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's um, it's difficult. I do think they they get carried away with themselves, and I still think the engine is way better than the first iteration. But there are limitations to this engine. Mm, yeah. And I think they'd be limited if they went into one reel, they'd still have the same problem or whatever engine. So I think a thousand planets cut it down to 250, 50 of them were habitable, and then 200 of them were procedurally generated. Yeah. Because I've, it's I don't have more, more refined oh, experience. I don't even think I'm, I'm going to explore 200 planets no. in the this only, game. The only I don't issue think I, will. I had is I watched, I've had this as well, but there's a guy on YouTube called Luke Stevens, I think his name is, and he, he does like critical reviews. He's very, very good. Mm. And um, he did a skeptical review of Starfield and he did a spreadsheet of like how many bases he's been that are exactly the same. Things are in the same oh, place. Yeah. Spaces are in the same place. Mm. And I've had it, I've played the game just over 10 hours. Um, and I've been to the same base twice and it had the same enemies. It was in the same thing. And oh, interesting. interesting. Um, I haven't experienced that myself. And no, it's, it's not, a, it's not a bad thing. Cause you play like the Skyrim dungeons and stuff like that. It's very, they're very much the same, but it's, yeah. it's just, I think if they've shrunk the scope a little bit, it could have been a bit more personable. Or, yeah. Cause I yeah, suppose, I suppose like with, with a, a enemy base or like a dungeon in, in, in Starfield, like to try and make enough of those to, mm. to spread it across a thousand planets and not make it mm. the same thing like twice. Yeah. That's difficult. But making more of them and spreading it out across a hundred planets is just more variety and exactly. more kind of like surprise for the gamers that are playing. And so, yeah, I, I, I definitely 
I, I fully agree that I think the game should be smaller than what it is. I think yeah. that they could have crafted a real sort of like, you know, sort of tailored experience in that sense. But then, but then again, that's, that's not Bethesda's style. So we, we can say that all we want and, and wish that the game was more mm. kind of tailored and crafted all we want, but that's just not what they do. Will, Their games are all about you go out there and you find your own adventure. I will come to their defence a little bit. And it's, um, I think the game will be very different in two to three years time. Um, it feels weird defending Bethesda because I have so many issues with that company. <laughs> but they will, they've already got a DLC in the works, which has been like, sort of confirmed not confirmed they will put out three or four big dlc downloads for this game at some point so i i don't know if that will include like new dungeons and stuff like that or new caves and stuff like that so Mm. yeah it's it's a weird one with bethesda because like i'm very shocked that people are reviewing it after two weeks and with any other game you'd think oh that's understandable but with a game this large especially with like new game plus and stuff like that. Bethesda games, people are going to be playing this game for a decade and yeah. finding things they've never seen before. So well, look at, look at fucking Skyrim, man. Like how many times has Skyrim been re-released and mm. how many people are still after all these years, still playing Skyrim because to them, like Skyrim is the ultimate way of you living out your fantasy yeah. in, in like that, that kind of fantasy setting, you know, mm. The same way, like we talk about Red Dead Redemption, and like so many people play it, myself included, still play it now because it's the ultimate way for me to live out a Wild West fantasy. Yeah, and I think for for Starfield, like that, I I, I quickly came to sort of that thought with Starfield as well at the beginning, where where I just thought I'm going to be able to live out like my spacefaring. Yeah kind yeah. of adventures that I would never space be able to cowboy. do in my own life. Exactly. Space trucker, space cowboy that I wouldn't be able to do in, in real life because I was born 800 years too early. Yeah. And it is, it is, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I mean, think we might've mentioned it in the previous episode, but like Skyrim was a decade long game. People have been playing that game for 10 years. They 100% it's going to be the same for Starfield. Yeah. 100%. Well, the, the interesting thing is I remember reading an interview with Todd Howard like Starfield was a happy accident that people were playing that game for that long. Starfield has been designed Skyrim, to be played for that long. Yeah, sorry. Skyrim was yeah. a happy accident that it was played mm. for that long. Skyrim mm. has been designed to be played for the next 10 years. Interesting. So on. Um, yeah. Shall we change it up and go with stuff yeah. that we do personally really like about the game? Yes. Yeah. I okay, I've, like, I've got... Go on. Go on. Go on. No, you go. No, you go. You go. You Mine go. was going to be the like NASA punk style. Oh, do you know what? They have absolutely nailed the aesthetic yeah. of the game, I think, like so hard. And it's one yeah. of the best sort of like just imaginings of a world or a universe, I, could, I should say, in any game I've ever seen. Like ev- yeah, really everything clean. is so detailed and it's so imaginative. And it's kind of like, it's so, you, know, you know, when you play like Mass Effect, for example, you mm. know that that world that they live in does not fucking categorically does not exist. Yeah. You know that, but then you look at like Starfield and think this could be yeah, the yeah. way we live in five hundred years time or a thousand years time or whatever. When we are eventually a spacefaring uh, race of people, it's it's just it's just it's so kind of like fetched. yeah, it's just so grounded in like realism. I'm not talking about the powers you unlock, sorry, spoiler. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like the actual design of just stuff in the game. You know, the way the kind of cities operate, the way, 
you know, there's planets that have got like fucking space cowboys and shit on them. Like, yeah. it's just so kind of immersive from that aspect. And that's one of the things that really hooked me straight away. And even though I was struggling with like certain mechanics in the game and certain, the clunkiness of the menu and stuff, yeah. just looking at the game and the aesthetics of, and the design of everything, that is what kept me in it. Yeah. And that's what hooked me straight away from the beginning. I, I love the way it looks. I think it's so well designed. That's it. Like the weapons, for instance, in lots of games, like laser weapons are usually very much over the top. But like that laser, first sort of laser rifle that you get very much feels like it probably could be a thing. It's massive and it's chunky. It's not like mm. super micro mini laser. It's like a big thing. Obviously, the ship design, the way ever, all the components look and the way they all go together and the fact that there's like different manufacturers and they have their own look and so on and just yeah. so much thought has gone into to the design of everything so yeah love it i love i loved harry potter for instance that was an amazing game where hogwarts legacy into, hogwarts legacy yeah. you could walk into any room and it really felt like they spent so much time detailing designing mm. everything i do Make feel like they've had that with starfield mm. yeah yeah 100 percent connor charlie um, thoughts uh, the dialogue has impressed me. Um, really? Yeah, just... Um, like I played a lot of Fallout 4. I was trying to make myself love that game. It didn't work. Um, but like the dialogue... Um, like the dialogue options. What I like is specifically they've gone back to the silent protagonist. Yeah. Because in Fallout 4, it would give you that four branching options to choose and it'd be sarcastic or whatever. Mm. And you could never tell what you're going to say. So you'd go, oh, I want to give this response, and it would go one way. It would go left when you wanted it to go right, for example. Yeah, yeah. Right. And um, so that, um, just just the little things you'll talk to, like I went and spoke to a couple of potential crew members earlier, and they've all got their little sort of personalities. Um, I like the idea that companions can speak for you as well. Mm, I yeah, think that's I a good like option. Um, the persuasion thing... I've had issues with just getting. I couldn't back. work out how that how that works. So I don't. I don't understand um, it. Yeah, it's a point system. But you have to it, fill up the bar. Fill up the but bar. But then, even though, even though I, even when I was choosing like the kind of green. safer options, if you know what I mean, like the green it doesn't options, always work. Yeah. Yeah, they were just going no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, they've they've gone. It's very similar to the one that was in Oblivion. Oblivion had this wheel, and you had to choose like. I don't know if it was flirt or bribe and stuff like this. It's very similar right. to that. Um, so, and I've been impressed that my issues with the Elder Scroll games is I've started with Oblivion and then Skyrim was a, I don't want to say dumbed down version, but it was um, just a lighter version of an RPG. And I think right. the same between Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 is it got less complicated and it's just like Fallout 4 is like, I just pick everything up and you can go and make stuff. There are more RPG elements in this game, similar back to like Oblivion and Fallout 3, which they sort of stepped away from. I think they tried to make um, Skyrim and Fallout 4 accessible to everyone. Yeah. yeah. So obviously if you want to play this game and just, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, want to play this game and run and gun, you can do that. But mm. a lot of missions, like I played a mission earlier where I didn't have to shoot anything. I just went and spoke. And that's... Yeah. that. My yeah, I've source. had situations like that as well. I, I, like I love that. that in RPGs where you yeah. can sit there and go. Obviously, in this game, you're gonna have to kill a load of things, but 
if you're if I'm given the pacifist option and then that makes sense, I like taking that option. Yeah. So mm. that's been a surprise to me. So I've enjoyed that. Yeah. Charlie, what's what's been the standout for you? What what parts of the game have you enjoyed the most? Um I think mainly just exploring. Yeah. I've not really done too much of the main sort of storyline. Mm. I think the worlds they do look they look good. Yeah. I think graphically it's, it's it's quite a good game. Um yeah, all the aesthetics like you were saying before, like NASA it is, it's not too far fetched. Like I wanna, you could see it being realistic. I wanna ask you, Charlie, because this isn't your type of game, this isn't your no. wheelhouse generally. And obviously thank you for getting it early, by the way. Like mm. yeah. um expand. Um do you see yourself playing this for like fifty, sixty hours or even more? Or do you think you'd do the story and dip? That's yeah, because all... like you said before we went live, you felt a bit overwhelmed. Mm. Obviously, this game, like you said, Connor, this is going back to old school RPG, loads of choices and stuff. Mm. For you, Charlie, that is maybe quite overwhelming. Yeah, that. So my, I'll run through my initial impressions from. So I started playing it yesterday. Initially, yeah, I found it quite overwhelming. I didn't. I don't feel like it's very... It's not um, user-friendly at all. No, it's not user-friendly. It's not that intuitive, like all of yeah, the, that. the yeah. um, like user interface and uh, game mechanics. I don't think... It's not immediately obvious what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then couple that with the fact that there's so many missions, so many side missions. I quite like a linear game. And... I went. And I was speaking to my brother yesterday after playing for maybe a couple of hours, and I was sort of thought, I'm probably not going to go very far with this game. However, mm. after playing a bit more yesterday and a bit more this morning, I'm starting to kind of get it. Yeah, and I do feel like I'll continue nice. to play. Mm. I will. I, I'm happy about that. That's um, really interesting as well. Um, mm. I will give a warning to anyone who's. I, probably should have said this at the beginning the first three to five six hours are a fucking slog yeah and it's yeah. it's very like hold your hand and i think me and james we spoke the other night um you said and oh you used to put me on discord as well you finally had that stepping out moment and it's that's what's missing from the opening game because obviously fallout 3 you do a little tutorial but again you leave the vault and you can go 360 degrees you can go and do what you want uh, Skyrim's the same you escape from that dragon and stuff like that get out of the cave go where you want there's not that in this it's very much we're going to hold your hand for five to six hours yeah, yeah. and then it slowly ex- opens up and then it slowly opens up again so that is difficult and I had the mm. same issues Charlie I think the, the UI is clunky like you're in and out of the uh, menu a lot and yeah I've played Bethesda games since like 2006, 2007, and I there's still things I'm sitting there. Go, oh, how do I do that? Yeah, like, but is it like even like say the scanner? Mm. Mm. I don't know whether I missed like a prompt or something to realise that the scanner is important or that it. No, I don't think that. I feel like you use the scanner for quite yeah. a lot. Mm. Yeah, like if you want to fast travel to your ship, say you whack the scanner out. Mm. 
I didn't know that. It was only <laughs> reading like Discord messages from you talking about scanning yeah, like, the planets, I think... and I was like, scanner. Yeah. I think the game, the first time, you know, when you have to go to that compound towards the beginning, the game does give you like a scanner prompt then the first time you see some alien life and Mm. so on. Uh. And then you need to, it tells you, oh, you can get up the scanner now and you can TP back to your ship if you hold whatever on it. It does give you a prompt, but it might just be one of those things where you were learning the game. So when another new learning thing pops up, it's like, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. With the with the, it's a lot of like the stuff that I've kind of the tips and stuff or questions that I've answered for you, Charlie. It's not like it's not like I've been paying super loads of attention to prompts and stuff that come up in the game because whenever I play a game, I like to try and push it and like break it when yeah, I when I first get on it, see what I can do with the game. So I think that if you're one of these people who expects there to be sort of like. Um, oh, this is this is precisely how you do this, and this is like it literally a step by step tutorial. Some mm. of those aspects might be missing, but then the game does like limit you to a few things to do, like you were saying, kind of at the beginning, just to get your sort of bearings. But my, my only advice would be to people that that are sort of thinking about playing the game or confused by the beginning is press everything, try everything, yeah. go as far as you want or not, and just do whatever you can because the more you sort of just play the game, the more things will start to make sense. And you know, we kind of mentioned it a minute ago, the stepping out of the vault moment. For me, it was going back to the soul system and going to the moon, like our moon. When I did that sort of by myself and worked out how to do it, Mm. I had the moment where I stepped off the ship and just looked at space from the surface of the moon. and was like, wow, like I I know exactly what I'm in for now with this game. That was the moment for me where it all just sort of like started to click and and everything Mm. sort of turned from there. That's it. And as well, there is a help section in the pause menu yeah. that I do till do still use now just for like quick tips, reminders, even like, oh, I just missed the pop-up that was obviously telling me something useful that I'd completely missed because it was on screen for about two seconds. So you, you pretty much everything that I've questioned is explained in the help section, which is quite good. Also, one mm. tip that James brought up the other day, which uh, replying to you, Charlie, I think... Um, Next to your cockpit, there's a little thing on the wall. That's where you put all your... Like the storage. Storage, because the amount of times I've been over-encumbered is ridiculous because I'm sitting there walking around with a load of like uranium on me and I didn't <laughs> realise where to fucking get rid of it. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So, so there, there are definitely... Yeah. Go on, Ben. I was, was going to move on. I was going to sort of change. Okay, yeah. go on. I was just going to say, what's you your opinions on combat? Obviously, a massive portion of this game is fighting and... Uh, <clears throat> armed warfare. What's your opinions on that overall um, sort of massive aspect of the game? I think it's I think it's better than than what I've previously experienced from from Bethesda games, but it's not it's not incredible. It's nothing to write home about. Yeah. The one thing I'm kind of I don't know if I'm underpowered or what, but some of the enemies it's like they take so many fucking bullets to kill, yeah. and it's like I'm emptying like magazine after magazine into them. Yeah, and especially with the like, ones that have like three health bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got like shield, then a health bar, then a shield, yeah. then a health bar. It's yeah. just, I don't know what, I, I know it's like an RPG and that there are elements of like tweaking your builds and making yourself more powerful. And with your guns as well, they can have different things that you could put modifications and stuff in them that give them different, you know, specs. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm so early in the game. I'm just like using all the vanilla stuff. And it's like, well, if you actually modded that, yeah. you could kill someone. But that's the thing, like, and as well, I'm I'm going for like more of a stealthy build. I pick like the Ronin 
uh, trait or background and it gave me stealth as one of my beginning ones. So I was like, well, I'm going to try and at least play stealthily. But obviously because the enemies are so tanky, like the first few times that I tried to successfully stealth, oh, there's a guy over there. I'm lining up a headshot, bang him straight in the head. And it's like, boom, like just the... I don't know, a centimetre of health has gone. Everybody's alerted. And yeah. I don't know. I know yeah. that's typical Bethesda. That's been the case in all their games. And you, you're going to need some OP gun that does incredible mm. single bullet damage. But I don't know. That's a little bit. I've heard like the stealth, the stealth sniper builds meant to be like really Insane. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the AI is dumb as shit. Um, I've been yeah. next to a dude and he's going, I will find you. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Shotgun yeah. blast to the face, and then uh, it's the shotgun's really it's bad good. You now. Yeah. So the shotgun's like two hits or a headshot will just. But you've, if yeah, that's, the, uh, if the, you're not the, a tank build, then you're done yeah. in for. The coachman double barrel shotgun. Yeah. yeah. That lot I found um, a quad. Yeah, I've barrel. got the one with the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I four, found that. Four rounds. That sounds big. Oh, I need to find that. Um. So yeah, the AI is awful. Um, which I think they'll patch anyway. So yeah, yeah the combat it feels a bit floaty, and I, obviously it's in space. But like, I don't. I I like games where the guns feel heavier. Yeah, yeah, I've, and it's a bit like the, the aiming's a bit snappier. With with yeah. with with Starfield, it's like what was what were we playing recently? Where I was like, the aiming just feels really weird, and like it might be Redfall actually, another Bethesda game. Yeah. But the um, we don't talk the, about Redfall. <laughs> no, <laughs> forbidden. But yeah, this yeah. Is like, on Starford, it's like, like I'm not like I don't think I'm a bad PC player. Like when I, if I jump on a game like Overwatch, for example, yeah, I click on heads, it's it's easy. But like yeah. with Starfield, it's just like I don't know what I'm it is. It's like I'm I'm aiming at the fucking head of this guy, and he's running. Yeah. It's like that should be doming this motherfucker who's running across this cabin. It's that, just like, I think no. the accuracy of the actual weapon is something to do with that. Yeah, because I'll put I'll put two shots in the same place. One will hit, one goes off. Yeah, I, th I okay. think that's just part of the design. I also found I, the controls I'm not mad in at combat. The guns. At, like, so I also have the melee perk as part of being the Ronin. So mm. I was like, well, again, I'm gonna try and encourage myself to use a lot more melee. If you're sprinting towards an enemy <laughs> with your machete out, and you left click to attack, it stops you moving. And then you have to left click again to attack. There's no like um, fluid, like jump attack or like rush attack type. Yeah, thing. it's not like he's sprinting and he does like a sprint slice. He's sprinting. You left click. He'll stop sprinting, and then you have to left click again. So I feel like the controls are a bit clunky. I've the, heard the fluidity. Two, two reviews now. I've like spoiler free reviews. I was just trying to get the initial impressions of the game. Um, mm. Sort of the day it came out, and I couldn't play. I was at work on the break. The melee builds have been like completely fucking nerfed. Because uh, really? I can, oh yeah. Um, if do you remember the thing where the guy's showing off? Oh, it's great when you I, I make punch melee builds people. and he's just fucking punching people in the face and they're dying yeah. and stuff like. None of that. It's um. So they old, actually tweaked the the way the build, the melee builds work. Then do you think? Yeah, because in old melee, uh, older Bethesda games, the melee's like. You could technically finish the game with like melee builds and stuff like that, but yeah. I've been trying to hit people like the butt of my gun, and they, they I, I stop and they run off, and then yeah, yeah. you're doing this. Yeah. It's very clunky. Well, that's because I also 
wanted to try and do a bit of stealth and melee. Because mm. like, you think about Skyrim, if you if you had a dagger and you were stealth... Yeah, and you got a sneak attack on them. It's... And you, yeah, it's like a one-bang. O- OP. Yeah. I can't get near anyone nah. trying to sneak up near them. Yeah. I'm like... Especially if you have a companion as well. Oh, the companions oh, They just start shooting. They're Mate, so annoying. It was, it, I was in this cave before we went on to this podcast with Sam, and I was like sneaking in. There was three enemies ahead, all facing the opposite direction. I was creeping up the side. Sam comes fucking running in like a freak. He didn't spoil my stealth, but he obviously spoiled everyone's positioning, and they're all shooting, and I was still stealthed, but it oh, was right, very... Like, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Ben, quick question. As a father... What do you oh, think man. of Sam's child? Weird. I want to when he into says space. when <laughs> oh, when you meet them in the constellation HQ and he's like she's a little package but she's uh, I don't know I can't remember word for word what he says yeah. I was like didn't think it was his daughter I just thought he was some perv and then it's his daughter and it's like ooh that's even worse it's a fucking child child that he's trafficking he's trafficking his fucking child <laughs> yeah. he was the most annoying character in the game yeah. and I just want to throw out of an airlock just also, spacer. Did, did, is he you the guy that voices? Um, I did. I think, yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking jokes, mate. He's so funny. Like, you can go up to him, right? And you can say, I don't think your level of fan has been high enough. I think I want you to increase it. And he's like, oh, yes, certainly I can increase it for you. And then he'll just start showering you with compliments and stuff. And he's like, oh, oh why, why? And he'll say things like, um, oh, it's so nice to walk behind you. And he's like, oh, well, I suppose you don't walk because angels float, don't they? It's proper <laughs> oh cringe, God. but it's so funny. And yeah. I just take him everywhere with me and he just cracks these like little one-liners. I just have me in stitches sometimes. Yeah. It's so good. Go. I think the guy yeah. voices Sam's the game, the uh, same guy that voices the guy in Deus Ex, I think. I do recognise the Deacon. voice he's got. Oh, Deus Ex. Why did Just I think of fucking... What was I thinking gone. of? Days Gone. Yeah. Days Gone. Deacon St. John or whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who played... Um, was it Starkiller or whatever his name is? Mm. Oh, it, all right. Uh, and what builds <clears throat> have you gone for, actually? Because I don't... I don't know everyone's... Um, mate, you, you know kick mine. us off. Um, I've gone for, like, a bounty hunter um, playing as a, uh, a woman named a Winter. And I'm just going to be a smuggler, dude. That's like, that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to do some of the main quests. I'm, I'm like 6,000 credits off of getting a, a new ship. And then I'm just going to start smuggling. What are you What are you going to nice. buy a whole new ship? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. That, that frontier <clears throat> is a pile of crap. Oh, I've customised the shit out yeah, of Yeah, I've, I've, I've probably customised my frontier as well. But yeah. I just whacked like the fucking gnarliest like engines and shit I could put on it. And yeah. all the weapon system and stuff. And now it's like... Yeah, I've got a whole crew. I don't do I anything. They just chill there and I just go blow everything up. Yeah. I, I've got into too many dog fights and I'm just getting absolutely like, oh, smashed right. to mivarines. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I'm it's getting so clunky. Also, the shipbuilding, um, there should have been a tutorial for that. Yeah. Oh, th- that needs God. a whole fucking tutorial itself. Like, it's so and complicated. Something that James and I spoke about. You need like a preview of like the interiors of the hubs. Hab- Habs, yeah. Mm. yeah, because when you're picking like the all in one or the inf- inf- infirmary or the armory, and he's like, Cool, I kind of imagine what that might look like, but what is it like? Some some of them include certain benches and certain there's a load of other UI that's missing and whatnot, yeah. But because anyway, like, I, your quest- oh, sorry, yeah, James, I was just gonna say that because 
just to wrap up that point, I I swapped out the main kind of living space of the the frontier for something mm. a bit bigger because I wanted more crew. So I just mm. chose the one that had like our available crew for whatever it was. Yeah. And um, but then like it, it you lose so the, the star map table. Yeah. And then you lose the bed, and the I used the bed a lot. I'd I'd often go back to the ship and just sleep in the bed mm. to refuel like my health and stuff. But yeah, I, you can't see what's inside these these spaces. Nah. A lot of it's like cosmetic and doesn't really sort of like matter. But the bed for me was like something that I used a lot. So it's a bit mm. annoying that you can't look inside it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, especially when there's so much choice. Mm. Um, but yeah, my character Connor. So I went for the Ronin one, mm. which was like he's a mercenary. Because I was like, well, <clears throat> thinking about how I'm going to be playing this game, I am going to be running around taking on many uh, tasks and missions. Killing people without second thought, I need to pick like a background that kind of suits that. Someone who'd be up and willing to take on dangerous missions. So the Ronin one to me felt like, yeah, he he is a mercenary for hire. He will complete your contract that you need him to do. Mm. And that came with the stealth, the melee weapon and the looting scavenging um, perks. And then I've picked the hunted one so that because i was thinking well if he's a mercenary who's done some shady stuff he's obviously ruffled some wrong feathers and he's mm. got like pissed some big boss off so <laughs> oh. i get hunted occasionally which is kind of interesting they they either ambush you in space or they land near you on a planet i've got the neon street rack so i was like well if he's if he's a shady guy he must have had a shady past and then i'm actually as well a serpent worshiper You've gone <laughs> for all the perks, all yeah. the traits. Yeah, yeah. Fully and fleshed the out is quite, Yeah, the Serpent Worshipper is quite good. In, it's like four hours in real time. As long as you make regular jumps within like four real-time hours, you'll have like a permanent health and oxygen or something else buff. That's pretty <clears> interesting. <throat> yeah. So. What's yours, Charlie? Your character bio? So... I went with the long hauler. Space yeah. trucker. Space trucker. Are you going to get classic. one of those massive, like, beefy Big ships? ships. Yeah. yeah. I tried to build one, and I had I, I had some issues building. Yeah. I built it, it costs a lot as well to build a big ship. Mm. Well, I had, I had the money to do what I wanted. Mm. So I pretty much, I, I because there was no sort of tutorial, I, I obviously had my ship as a bit of, like, a blueprint to be like, oh, okay. right, I need this, 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 and this. But I was just doing it bigger and better, really. Mm. But then I had some, like, I don't know, some message. It was like a ship contains modules that exceed reactor class or something. Okay. But it didn't, it doesn't tell you oh, this what is the problem, the problem items yeah. are. Oh, right, okay. So I couldn't, like, Did you not, know, like, hi- highlight them in red or something when you're looking? Nothing. No. Uh, no. That's a good one. Man, there, there may be a way to. Yeah do that but i couldn't figure it out so i ended up just scrapping that i'm still yeah i mean that, the... that that's just like there's definitely some quality of life issues with the game that could massively be improved like that's one of them mm. right there there's a whole bunch of them yeah i think there just there needs to be a tutorial or like a checklist of like you need this 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 and this mm. you have the that. flight checklist if you press i think it's c, c. c. Yeah. yeah you can mm. see what you've um but it should just be in the right hand side as part of the like the user interface yeah. all the, yeah. the the module that's incorrect it's just just glow red yeah and I, yeah. I, I can't think of it now but it's like when you're building the ship i, I feel like there should be just be an easier menu to find like i don't know habs or 
Whereas I'm like, right, oh, I can't remember what you have to press, but just finding like a little, like, oh, yeah, it's just, oh, yeah. it's just a bit, <clears throat> it's very clunky. clunky I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be interested to see how all the menus work on a controller because obviously you don't have anywhere near as many keys as what you do Mm-mm. on a keyboard, obviously. So no. be interesting to see how they get around that problem. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, going back to it. So my starting skills are weightlifting so I can carry more stuff. Oh, Still nice. constantly over encumbered, yeah. but uh, piloting so I can fly more types of spacecraft straight off the bat and then mm. ballistic weapon systems. But I've not, I've not upgraded anything in the ship, so I still get smashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Combat I, I, I can't remember if I, I like chose any of the um, mm. the traits. Like, yeah, I think I may have chosen one, but I can't remember what it was. They just they just seem to all have a negative. Yeah, which I was like, I, was I don't really away. know whether it's worth. Yeah, mm. the traits. I think the traits are more kind of like shaping your your backstory of your yeah, character than anything you know you yeah. like, for me it was like well it kind of makes sense that i'm hunted so for me even though it came with like a bad trait it was like it's kind of more immersive because yeah. i feel like my guy he's like some 40 50 year old dude and uh yeah he's probably pissed some people off he's got a i'm intrigued what's your character like james well i kind of feel like my character would be like a bit like your character ben but he had like a really disgraceful downfall in the, in the world of crime. Whereas your guy kind of just disappeared into the background at yeah. the height of his sort of powers, as it were. <laughs> so I chose Neon Street Rat. Bit of a, not a shady past, but he was just a troublemaker. Yeah. Um, a bit in trouble with the law. And uh, I chose the the main trait I, or the main sort of perks I chose were the, is it the space, the space rat one or the space scoundrel mm. one? Yeah. So you get persuasion. So you've got the gift of the gab. You can talk your way out of a situation. Um, pistol, because you just would have guns Trusty. all the time. Yeah. And I think the other one was piloting. Mm. So it's kind of like maybe more of like a, a Han Solo type where he's a little bit rough around the edges, but he knows how to talk his way out of a situation. He's good with sort of getting himself out of trouble, but he is a troublemaker. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So that's, that's what I chose. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I, I, I can't, it's weird because I don't feel like the character building has made much impact to the way I play the game. Mm. If you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I still play the game pretty much how I want it. Like, sometimes I'll go real off, off track of what my character is supposed to be, like, if that makes sense. And yeah. I'll just start doing random shit that isn't that's, sort that's of some- like part of him sometimes the dialogue for instance like i was trying to picture in my mind like he's a tough and mercenary but and then some of the choices in the dialogue i know you have a choice but sometimes the choice of both of them still don't fit how i see my character responding mm. and i know there's limitations they had the voice act mm, fucking tens of hours tens of thousands of hours of dialogue mm. but um yeah, sometimes it doesn't quite fit the rough and gruff kind of guy that I feel like my guy is. And he's like, oh, thanks so much for helping me. It's like, he wouldn't say that. Yeah. He's like, cheers. Yeah, it'd be good that with, with like the different types of characters, they had different, completely different like um, conversation sets, you know, like different dialogues mm. that actually suited what you chose. Mm. Yeah. I've got a real petty gripe with the game, a quick Go one. On. Go on. The fucking walk speed. It's either full pelt sprint or it's backwards, almost going backwards, walking. It's so slow mm. and then it's so fast. I just want a middle ground yeah. because when I'm 
in indoors and I'm like, I don't know, trying to work my way through a building. I don't want to be full pelt sprinting it about. And I don't want to be walking like I'm strolling yeah, about. I just want a middle ground. And yeah, you know, you know why that it's that speed. It's it's because like when you step out onto a planet and you kind of walk slowly and then like you're yeah. walking around and take it. That's what they oh. want. That kind of like immersive. Like oh wow, look at all this incredible. Yeah. It's, it's a massive issue in a lot of games, like the walking speed. But you're right because if I'm walking through a city, I don't want to be sitting there like sprinting around. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Or, or I don't want to be walking at a snail's pace. It's like you just yeah. want the immersive. I've also, I've like... also had it where I'm. Fo- I've got to follow someone. And you're and faster. The walk is yeah. like they're just running away, hmm. not they're walking away. But that's and then the, a... the run is I'm straight yeah. past them. Why not make? Why not have it in the settings on a slider? Yeah, walk yeah. speed preference. Walk speed. I need a yeah. fast walker perk. That's what I need. Yeah. <laughs> I did try and find some like command that you can enter into the console, but it just never worked. Some people had yeah. it work for them, but it didn't work for me. Yeah. Well, we've uh, talked about the game quite a lot, like our experiences mm. so far. But looking ahead and going forward, then, like, what what are your thoughts of the game? Like, do you, do you feel? I know we kind of brushed over this a little bit in, in earlier in the episode, but is this a, is this the game that you wanted it to be? Are you going to be playing it for for a while? Like, what's how does everyone feel about that? Ben, I you to go first. Yeah, I personally, as much as we may have sort of slagged it off and sung its praises, I am still super happy that I've got my hands on Starfield and I'm having a great time. The more that I'm playing it, the more I'm falling in love with it. I've Mm, never fallen in love with a Bethesda game, but this is definitely for me, it's maybe not living up to all the hype and all the expectations that I had. I don't think any game would have lived up to the hype of Starfield. I I do think the, the hype, if it was a lesser game and it was a bit more buggy, I think it could have killed the not killed the game because people are going to play it ridiculous, but yeah, but um, it seems to be riding high right now. To, to be fair, like the game's had actually a, a really successful kind of early access mm. period in terms of just the pure sales of people playing the game. Loads yeah. of people are playing the game at the moment, which is obviously great for Bethesda and Xbox. Yeah, but yeah, but, I, I I I think I agree with you, Ben. I my expectations for this game were so high. Yeah. And whether that's a combination, whether that, whether that's fucking the snake oil salesman Todd Howard selling me on a dream, me overhyping it on, in my head, or a combination of the both, I don't think it's quite met what I wanted it to be at the beginning. However, the more I play the game, the more I am appreciating it and understanding mm. it, and therefore liking it, and I am really sort of growing to actually love the game quite a lot. And I, th- I find myself when I'm not playing it, thinking about it, which is a very yeah. positive sign, I think. Like, posit- obviously thinking about it positively, wanting to jump back on it and thinking, oh yeah, when I get back on Starfield, I'm going to do this. Like, I don't think about games like that that often. It's got no. to be a special game for me personally to have that kind of level of engagement outside of the time that I'm playing the game. Mm. You, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, exactly. So, yeah, I think for me, it may not have met all of my expectations and some things were disappointing for example, the space travel, even though like I've, I've gotten over it now, but at the beginning, yeah, I was disappointed by it. And then there are a bunch of other shit that I don't like about the game, like the menus, the quality of life up changes yeah. that need to be put into the game, how clunky it is. But it's not enough for me to be turned off from it. Like I don't, mm. ultimately I don't care about any of that stuff because if Bethesda come out and said, we're not going to update the game ever again, this is the game as it is from now until the end of time, I wouldn't be like, 
oh, well, I was expecting this sort of thing to happen and this sort of change. I would still play the game. But, mm. you know, I, I guess there's always that part of you that thinks, okay, well, hopefully Bethesda, they address the performance issues, which I'm I'm sure they will, because you cannot yeah. have a game running at fucking 35 frames per second on a five grand PC. It's not ideal. <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if they just let their modders complete the game like they do with most of their other titles. Um, yeah. I think it exceeded my expectations. Um, oh. I... You had quite I, low expectations for the game. I tried to be as say. positive about Starfield as possible, but I've been burnt by that company over and over again. <laughs> and I was very much a sceptical. I was I was looking forward to the game. I wanted to play it. And I've I've always looked at Bethesda like, you've got so much potential. I want to love your games, but you make mm. it so fucking difficult to like your <laughs> games. Unless I mod the game to excess. Um, there's issues with it. There's issues with most games, so I'm not going to be mm. overly... Um, I think the lack of a proper tutorial will turn people off. I think that three to five hours, I think some people might go... Mm. Um, I'm very much in the same camp as you, but the more I play it, the more I like it. I think I, I'm going to love it at some point. Mm. Um, yeah. I can see myself. I think you said you said earlier, Connor, that this game in a couple of years' time is going to be completely different. Like, it, yeah, it, it seems weird to say it now, but I'm really looking forward to seeing how this game develops yeah. with updates from Bethesda and the modding community over yeah. the next couple of years. It's going to be such an insane experience to, to kind of like sort of be involved in it and, and see how that that happens. And that yeah, what mm. fascinates me is I occasionally I go onto YouTube and I just look at like the new mods for Skyrim and I look yeah, I at them well. and then the mods for like Fallout and, and even like The Witcher I've looked at and like the modding community especially on PC um, I know there's going to be mods I think there's going to be mods within the game like they did on console for the other two Pull mm. up. Oh, yeah yeah um, so in a year's time two years time this game will be completely unrecognisable from the modding community and Bethesda are really good at supporting titles I think Fallout 3 had 5 DLC packs yeah. I think Skyrim had 3 I think Fallout 4 had a load and even some of those were just like workshop tools and that's so you can go and build more stuff I think that they'll do that and then there'll be some story DLC so I think the roadmap for this game for the next 2-3 years is going to be really good and then uh, potentially I could be playing this game for the rest of my life the way that modders touch things. Yeah. That's... Like you said, James, this is kind of that RPG that you can really immerse yourself in, like playing Red Dead, that sort of Western yeah. fix. This is live your out, Live out your space, space-faring fantasy That's that you I never mean. will be able to do in, in another game. Yeah. And uh, to, to wrap it up, Charlie, you kind of talked about it a bit before. You were new to this whole Bethesda RPG thing. Thoughts? Yeah, so I think I definitely went in with the least expectations because I mean, you guys are all, have all been quite hyped for this game for a long time. Mm, yeah. Whereas I kind of went into it a bit blind. Like I've only seen the, what was it? The direct, the developer direct. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's all I've seen of the game. Really. I've not watched any other stuff about it or anything it. like that. So <laughs> yeah, I, so I went in with nothing and it's surprised me. I think it's good. You know, I've, like I said before, you know, is I don't think it's particularly user-friendly or mm. 
easy for someone that's not used to playing games like this. Yeah. But I think I'm glad that I kept playing because I am starting to see what it is and yeah. get into it. What so. I, I reckon we'll see from you is you're going to turn this into some sort of immersive sim and you're just going to be like a space trucker. Space yeah, you're going to get your fucking joysticks and you're going to be just doing like... Screens all around, yeah. Uh, like pilot emissions. You're just going to be like yeah. transferring stuff from planet to planet. Bit of dodgy cargo in the back. Yeah. Corn, yeah. But a bit of corn hanging well, out. Well, you could now. literally like do that though. If that's mm. what you want the game to be, you can just be a space hauler and you can just transfer goods. You can transfer illegal cargo if you want. And that's the type of game that it will be for you. And I think that, and that would be great yeah. if I could actually fly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. play Euro Truck Simulator and just fucking sim to the next city. Yeah. Mm. That that's is the gripe. issue, isn't it? That's, it's not a gripe. It's just the one thing. I wish there was mm. that option. Even if it was just in the same like, like system. System, yeah. 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 Because yeah. Oh, obviously I understand like... The space is massive. Mm. It would take ages to, <laughs> but you'd like that option. Years to you'd get like but that option. I think I should be able to fly. <laughs> I don't know, and well, I don't know whether you actually can do this. But I visited the moon, <laughs> and then I thought, oh, I bet I can't even fly to Earth. Yeah, you can go to Earth. I've landed on Earth. But no, it means physically fly from the moon. From the like, moon, take oh, off, fly nah. to. No, it's all the same. Yeah, once you're once you're in yeah once you're in space, it's literally just like a box, box. of space mm. that you can't like. You can continue to fly straight in one direction for a week in real time, and you would not get anywhere. You would still be in the yeah. same space, and I can see why people have a problem with that. I've, I understand yeah. that. For me, it's not so much a problem. But I can see why there would be disappointment there because I was disappointed at first, but I just, I'm just over it now. Yeah, but you know, there's an amazing game series you should maybe check out, Charlie. Called the X series, like X Four, I think it's the new one. But just amazing space sim. You can travel between systems in real time. Be a be a space long hauler. It's amazing. Hmm. Well, one one thing I did want to touch on, like, because a big a big um, sort of selling point was that you hmm. can steal other people's ships and like yeah i haven't tried that, do yet. that yeah i've done that no i've not tried it but the fact that you can only do it sort of in orbit of a planet yeah kind of puts me off a bit because i feel like as soon as you do that are you not then just going to be attacked by the other ships that are there and like well, uh, it has to be uh, the ship has to be immobilized and obviously if you're going to dock and you've still got other ships about then you're obviously going to get killed so i did it where i had to fight with some pirates the last ship i don't know if it was the game sort of doing it for me but i managed to immobilize it and not kill it even though i took its health to zero it didn't destroy it just became a mobile and then i could board it which i did kill the team and then i jumped in the cox at uh, the cockpit the coccyx <laughs> jumped on the cock um and i could fly the ship and then it came up with a message saying like, oh, if you teleport, if you fast travel out of the system, this will become your home ship. But then when I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to go back to the frontier now, now that I've got this other ship in my garage, if you like. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I undocked and went back to the frontier, I could no longer dock with that other ship or control it or have access to it in any way shape or form 
It was just a derelict ship with zero. Really? I couldn't control. So it's like maybe it's a whole system I don't understand. Is there a way to like recall the frontier whilst you're at a spaceport? I'm just gonna. Assume, I'm just gonna assume that if you get in the stolen ship and fuck off somewhere else, the frontier will just be back at the spaceport at some point, mm, yeah. and you can just go to a spaceport and get back in the frontier. Yeah, yeah. I, I, might, sure I might start fucking worked. boosting spaceships. And I got so. hailed. Uh, I was in orbit of one planet. I got hailed to a guy that was on his like flying test. Oh, and and right. his, his instructor like had a heart attack or something. I got hailed into the ship, and I'd like hear that. <laughs> well funny. And he's like, the, the spaceship's spiraling out of control, but it's meant to be this time. And uh, he's he doesn't know how anything works. He's trying to shut down the shields and stuff like that. And I went on the ship, and then I shot him, and he didn't die because yeah, I, I had a healer. And you then, shot him. Yeah, I wanted to steal the ship. It was a cool ship. And then, <laughs> so I healed Such her. A fucking scoundrel. Oh, yeah, I'm a fucking smuggler. I wanted a new ship. Um, healed her. She was like, ever so thankful. And then I blasted her in the face and they both killed them both. And then it we wasted the health pack on it. She just pushed push her out the fucking airlock. Yeah. It wouldn't give me the option. It was like, oh. and then um, yeah. I couldn't steal the ship. It was like, oh, you mm. can't fly this ship. I was like, are oh, you? Yeah. I, I found a part. It might be a different one. class that you're not mm. able to fly it. Yeah. I got hunted. A ship landed on the planet. I killed all the hunters, jumped on their ship, killed some more people who were inside. Tried to jump in the chair, but it was like you haven't got a high enough piloting skill. No, yeah. Didn't let me. But anyway. Bastards, cool. fuck yeah. you, Todd. <laughs> You're a liar. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's a good place to, to wrap it up. If, yeah, I think if that's so. right, you guys got anything you want to sign off with or are you all good? I've got a couple of other things, but right. I think... Go on then. Well, Get them out quickly. Well, I'll get this one done. This is the one I definitely wanted to mention. Okay. There's quote-unquote largest city is just making everything bigger. So, for instance, every shop in New Atlantis massive. is just huge. With one person with, in with it. nothing in it. Yeah. Mm. So they've made the city the largest city, but they've literally just spaced everything out and then made everything really, really large. It's not like it's dense. It's not like... Have you been to the residential district in New Atlantis? No. Yeah. It's like four skyscrapers and you can throw a stone from one end to the other. And it's like, this is meant to be the entire population of Earth's, not population. Yeah, yeah. The, high, the entire population of the human race is like literal headquarters. And I just wanted to see maybe what other games do and just a bit more of like a cityscape that's unreachable. Like, you know, in okay. I don't know why, but Death Stranding springs to mind. Back when you're in the first place... You can mm. see there's a whole establishment that's like off in the distance. You can't yeah. reach it. But they it, could have it, just put an immersive. image on the skybox. Yeah, like, just like, just, like yeah. they're doing Destiny 2 and Destiny. Like, do you know when you go to the edge of the tower and Perfect it example. looks like all these cities? Yeah, yeah. I agree with it's that. It's not reachable. Yeah, you, you, you know, you know the, funny, the funny thing is, though, because <clears> I've said the exact thing of this thing, exact thing about Destiny is why the fuck do they put all these stunning vistas in this game and I can't, I can't go, go to there. those places. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. either way, it's, it's just it's shit. Yeah. It just broke my immersion a little bit. Mm. And um I didn't I didn't uh, like I actually I don't like going to some of the cities. Like there's much more interesting places to go visit. Like New Atlantis, I don't like going there. The only reason yeah. I tend to go there is because it's the only place I know there's a fucking doctor's I don't know anywhere mm. else in the whole fucking galaxy where I can go see a doctor. That's like the only place I can go. When you walk there probably is, is one, but I've, I've never yeah. come across it. My character was walking around like she had TB. 
Sitting yeah, there, like, coughing, coughing all lungs. the time. And I'd, I'd like, what was it, like lung failure or something? Yeah. I huffed God. up, huffed that in some horrible. corrosive, I huffed up some fucking corrosive gas on some random moon yeah. and I was just coughing <laughs> non-stop. And you and just like, every time, for. Well, I don't know. Every time you cough, like your, your oxygen is just gone. It's like, you can't run. Yeah. You're just knackered. It, yeah. I literally felt like Arthur in like chapter four or chapter oh. five whenever it's like <laughs> TB's well bad. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it then. Um, I'm actually really enjoying what we've played of Starfield yeah, so far. And I can't wait to get into some more of it. Anyway, if you want to hear more or see more of us or follow us on socials, join our Discord, then hit the link in the description of this episode. You can find all that good stuff there. Hopefully, we'll see you over in those places. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.